1: This is the greatest honor as a Steeler, so this has been my greatest moment.
0: This is Saverin on Steelers.
2: Hello,
1: Steelers Nation, and
2: welcome to the Saverin on Steelers podcast. Great to be with you again. Uh, we post up new podcasts each Tuesday and Thursday. And with the Steelers getting set to play their first game of the year, uh, we'll have an opportunity to talk about the Bengals, what kind of team they're, what we can expect, maybe more than they've changed. They've added some personnel, so of the Steelers. We'll be able to get into the game day conversation with that in mind. But a very special, very special podcast for you today because it will include one of the greatest Pittsburgh Steelers of all time, that being Franco Harris. On Tuesday, Art Rooney II, announced that Franco's number 32 was going to be and will be retired. It'll be only the third Steeler jersey that has been retired, the first two being Hall of Famers, Ernie Stautner, number 70, the greatest Steeler of all, Joe Green, number 75, and as of December 23rd, this coming December, Franco Harris, number 32, will never be worn again. It will uh, will be retired at a ceremony when the Steelers play the Las Vegas Raiders. And, of course, it's also the 50th anniversary. Hard to believe. It's the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. That announcement was made on Tuesday. A lot of eyebrows were raised when the Steelers' um, schedule came out, and everybody in advance knew that the Raiders were going to be on the schedule. The question was, when would they play them? Then they looked to December 23rd, an obvious day to play the Raiders because, as I'm sure many of you out there in Steeler Nation know, it is the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. And, of course, Franco was involved in a lot of great plays as a Steeler, but none so much as the Immaculate Reception. And so it became unnatural for them to designate the Raiders to play the Steelers in Pittsburgh on that day, just as it occurred 50 years prior. Of course, a different stadium. The Raiders were then in Oakland. Thankfully, the Steelers have always been in Pittsburgh. The Raiders since then, in Oakland, Los Angeles, back to Oakland, now Las Vegas. But they're still the Raiders. They're still the Al Davis, John Madden team, um, although obviously all the personnel has changed. It's an interesting concept. I mean, it's special that the Steelers decided to do this, and I'm sure that they let the NFL know, um, and of course it's to the NFL's benefit as well, this is going to be a high It's going to be, you know, it's going to be the national game of the week. Um, It's just a perfect fit in all ways. Uh, It made perfect sense. The Steelers' decision, however, to retire Franco's jersey, number 32, must have been more complex in that regard. I had a conversation with Dan Rooney, rest in peace, a number of years ago. And uh, we were talking about honoring former great Steelers. And I had mentioned to Dan, not that I had the influence over this, I said what the Steelers need with all these great players, they really need, um, for lack of a better term at that time, a ring of honor. Uh, So many great players And so when the national TV crews were here uh, to televise a game back to wherever, um, I think that they ought to list all those great names. Initially, they put them up in the Great Hall. But that still didn't give, A, the fans in the stadium, in the bowl itself, at what was then called Heinz Field, a chance to see those names, um, unless they visited the Great Hall. But, again, the network television cameras who were televising the game back to wherever that day, nationally or just the city of the team where the Steelers were playing, uh, nobody ever saw that. And, again, it doesn't affect the outcome of the game that particular day. But I thought the Steeler heritage and uh, traditions and history being what it was and what it is, that should be celebrated. I mean, we saw Dallas do that. Denver did it. Uh, and I mentioned that to Dan. Um, And, of course, I'm sure he had other thoughts in mind at the time. They did open that up in the Great Hall to a degree, but then came the Hall of Honor. That is uh, the Steelers' version of the Ring of Honor, and it initially was only in the Great Hall. Now you can see it, of course, in the end zone. Um, uh, It's displayed at their indoor facility, the Hall of Honor members. Uh, But I thought that all of the Hall of Famers and Hall of Honor members should be uh, celebrated before the 65,000 fans uh, when they're at home, but also the TV. Let them get an idea. Let that sink in of the incredible legacy um, of the Steelers. As far as retiring numbers in that same conversation, they um, had just retired Joe Green's number. Um, He was only the second uh, to have his number retired you know, about Ernie Stotner. And I said, "Uh, what about retiring numbers, Dan? And he said, the problem that we have is when do you stop? In other words, we've already done Joe Green. Nobody would have an issue with Joe Green. He was the foundation of that Steeler dynasty. He's considered the greatest Steeler ever. And so no one would have an issue with that. But So many other Hall of Fame players. In other words, if you retire 75, do you then retire 12 or 32 before this week? Do you retire 58? Do you retire 59, 47, 43, 31, 88, 82, 7, and on and on, 83 for Heath Miller. Where do you stop? There's only so many numbers from 0 to 99. And even with the NFL's relaxed protocol on jersey numbers this year, they're not going to give out 100 or 102, just not enough room. So that was Dan's philosophy, and that was one of the, I think, one of the forerunners, into developing the Hall of Honor to honor so many of these players. But now comes Franco, and it was just too good to pass up. Playing the Raiders, December 23rd, in Pittsburgh, if it was going to be done, is there a better time to do it? And the answer ends up being, no, this is perfect. You talk about synergy and synergistic karma, it just makes sense. It's the most famous play in NFL history. It's already been anointed such, and so it made perfect sense. And I doubt that any of the great Steelers who were teammates of Franco, a Mel Blunt, a Jack Ham, a Jack Lambert, an Andy Russell, Lynn Swan, John Stalworth, Jack Ham, Jack Lambert, I doubt that they will feel slighted in the least. So the announcement came on Tuesday, September 6th. Again, the ceremony will be at halftime of the Steelers-Raiders game at Acrisure Stadium, 16th week of the season. And just moments after the announcement was made, We were very, very fortunate to have the one and only Franco Harris stop by for a visit just minutes after the announcement at the Steelers indoor facility, the UPMC Rooney Sports Complex on the south side of Pittsburgh. As we chatted, Franco and I have known each other for a very long time. I just posed the very simple question to him, Franco, what does this all mean to you?
0: Those are the most obvious. I but what like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: You know what I am? I can't describe it in words. I'm just, it's just a wow moment. I'm blown away. I mean, you know, never expected, you know, such, such an honor. Uh, but, uh, so this is wow. You know, it you know, this is, um, you know, you had a lot of big moments, you know, during my career and afterwards, but you know, you know, this is, this is, this is like tops. You know what I mean? Uh, You know, to be honored by your team this way um, is quite an honor and never expected it. Uh, So I'm still blown away. You know, I still haven't grasped it yet. Uh, Well,
2: you got three months (laughs) then, three and a half months to get ready. Uh, When you saw the schedule come out, and the NFL obviously is aware. Now they wouldn't have manfa- manufactured a game between the Steelers and Raiders, but it was called for on the schedule, S- December twenty-third. Visiting the Raiders are visiting Pittsburgh. Did any wheels start to spin that maybe you would be involved somehow?
1: You know what? Uh, well, uh, well, like I, like I, kind of thought we would celebrate it in different ways. You know what I mean? This year being the fiftieth anniversary and uh when uh when the nfl scheduled it for december 24th i said well thank you nfl (laughs) i mean that was you know what i think that was great that they did that you know to uh to once again uh uh you know bring attention to the you know raiders steelers history uh and and to capture such an important date in NFL history and and to make that weekend once again uh, to bring more you know highlights to it you know uh, importance to it uh, and to uh, you know just have that you know that team spirit once again and and uh, it's just going to be an exciting big weekend to, uh, I, I guess, to bring 50 years of our history to life once again. And uh,
2: Greatest play in NFL history.
1: Greatest play. But, you know, we've had some epic battles against the Raiders. I mean, I tell people the biggest game. I think in our Steeler history was the 1974 championship game against the Raiders. When we beat them in, uh, in Oakland uh, in 1974 to go to our first Super Bowl, right then and there, we as a team felt we're the best team in football.
2: Didn't Chuck say to you, it was after the Raiders-Miami game, which was a great game. The Raiders won 28-26, and they were calling themselves the best team in football. And didn't Chuck address you guys the week before the Raiders game? I think the best damn f- team in football is right in here.
1: Absolutely. Like the week we were going to be going out there, right. you know, he said the best team is, is right here. And that really fired, fired up us guys, you know, really fired up. But we still had to go out there and prove it, right? We still had to go out there and do it. And when we did it, you know, you know, we said we're the best team in football. And then, as you know, uh, going, uh, you know, for our third Super Bowl in 1976, we had those injuries. And then the Raiders beat us in the championship game. And then really... 1972 which was a special year you know they were the first regular season game and we did beat them in 1972 first regular season game so and as you know we had a number of championship games against them and playoff games against them so uh, you know so for the NFL to you know make it on December 24th on a Saturday Fifty years ago, December twenty-third on a Saturday, you know, to make that happen was big, and I and I thanked them for that.
2: Last thing for you, Franco. Um, this is like asking a parent <clears throat> which one of his children is his favorite. <clears throat> but where does this rank? Um, getting your number retired <clears throat> and being elected to the Hall of Fame.
1: Where does what?
2: Is yeah. <clears throat> Where does this rank compared to being
1: elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame? You know what? uh, I did give this some thought, right? I said, you know, wow. So how does this rank? You know, because, you know, we accomplished so much during the 70s, right? Super Bowls, you know, and, you know, even personally, you know, you know, rookie of the year, Pro Bowls, some mvp and all that stuff you know what i mean and uh and then i said the pro football hall of fame was wow you know that's the sum of it all and uh and so just learning this you're right i asked myself wow i mean this is such a great honor and when when art told me this i was blown away and to me at that moment it it grabbed me as the greatest moment you know uh and right now i'm kind of feeling that way that uh that you know first thing i'm a stealer you know what i mean i'm a stealer and and this is the greatest honor. Wow. Of uh being being a being a stealer. And to be alongside, you know, my friend and teammate Joe Green and and the great Ernie Stottner. Absolutely. You know, that says you know, that says a lot. Uh so I guess you know, when you think about it, Stan, and you asking this question, and me trying to uh, come to, I guess, an answer for this, and you know that, and I guess just when I said I'm a stealer, and this is the greatest honor as a stealer, so. This has been my greatest moment.
2: Wow. Well, it's been an honor um, to watch you all these years, uh, to be a friend. You remember that? I remember everything. <laughs> I remember everything. I've been around for most of it. Um, it's been an honor to know you and to watch you perform, and uh, the eloquence and the dignity with which you carry yourself, and you represent a Steeler as well as anybody ever has. Thank you for spending this time with hey, me. Hey, stay. Congratulations.
1: Hey, you know what, and – and, uh, like, I think, you know, that our broadcasters and people who are part of our media family, that we really don't give enough attention to that and, and really thank. So thank you. I mean, you know, how lucky were we to have such great media person, you know, people doing our time? I mean, you know, and really afterwards, I mean, we're very lucky that way. And, and really... It adds to who we are, you know, helps makes who we are. And, uh, and like I know sometimes, you know, we talk with you guys and this, but I don't think we thank you guys enough.
2: Sitting next to Franco and having that conversation that we just had, he truly was, as he called it, blown away. There was still a lot of emotion in his voice and in his thoughts and in his mind. And we conducted that interview, I mean, literally less than five minutes after the announcement was made publicly. Well-deserved, well-earned, part of Steelers lore. What a thrill to catch up with one of the greatest of the greats who ever donned the black and gold. And again, I don't know, and I'm sure... No one was ever going to wear 32 again, anyway. No one's ever worn 12. No one's ever worn 58. They gave out 59 for one year. That was that. No one's ever worn 52 for Mike Webster. No one's ever wore 47. The equipment guys don't give it out for that reason. No one will ever wear seven again. No one will ever wear 43 again. But Frank Harris becomes just the third player to have his jersey officially retired, joining Ernie Stautner and Joe Green. This one was for the offense. A reminder, our podcast, every Tuesday and Thursday, you can catch them all at once, or whenever you get the opportunity, you can see, uh, hit, hear them and listen to them on Steelers.com. A reminder, a couple things, of my daily show on ESPN Radio in Pittsburgh, AM 970 weekdays noon to 2 and a reminder that the post game show on the Steelers radio network after all Steeler games with me and former Steeler quarterback Charlie Batch generally about 20 minutes after the game ends we look forward to talking to you um, after the game against the Cincinnati Bengals and hopefully we're talking about happy things again that's it for today's podcast Saverin on Steelers thanks for joining us take care everyone